Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. Make sure to follow us on Facebook for more information on upcoming podcasts, education, and Facebook fun. Welcome to the Zoo Nation podcast channel brought to you by Zupreme. Zupreme makes healthy food for pet birds, rabbits, guinea pigs, and ferrets. If you're listening today, your home has probably experienced the love and happiness of owning a non-traditional or exotic pet. We know it's a zoo in your home sometimes. Here's Dr. Lori now to help you learn more about the care of that special pet in your home. Hi, I'm Dr. Lori Hess, Director of Pet Health and Nutrition at Zupreme, and you're listening today to podcast number 45. Today we're going to talk a little about small animal housing. So how to keep your rabbits and your guinea pigs and other small quote-unquote pocket pets healthy and happy in their home. Um, I, I get asked a lot about, you know, how do I house my bunny or what's the best cage for my guinea pig? And the answer is that there are a lot of good options, but in general, the more room, the better. Um, these animals do not really take up a lot of space, but they do like to exercise and they like to get out of their cages and run around. But if they're going to be in their cages for a number of hours a day, which most of us, you know, have to go to work or out of the house, so we often have to keep our animals in cages like this, um, we want to make sure that they do have quite a bit of room to spread out, run around, get a little exercise, maybe even have a couple different levels to run up and down. So particularly if you have more than one rabbit or more than one guinea pig in a cage, and certainly you have to be careful that you're not housing too many animals together or animals that are unfamiliar with each other. Um, and that, in other words, you wouldn't want to just put two you know, unfamiliar rabbits together in a cage or two unfamiliar guinea pigs in a cage. And certainly certainly never a guinea pig and a rabbit in a cage as they have diseases that they can uh, both carry and transmit back and forth some respiratory problems, some bacteria, so you want to keep those animals separate. But um, sometimes rabbits can be housed together successfully, as can guinea pigs, um, if they know each other, if they've been raised together and are friends. Um, so obviously, if you have more than one animal in a cage, you want a bigger cage. Obviously, you know, it's like, you know, if you have a couple people in uh, an apartment, you need at least a couple bedrooms. So uh, same thing holds for our rabbits and our guinea pigs, uh, even our chinchillas. And um, you want to just make sure that the, it's a nice, solid, sturdy cage. You want to make sure that it's not chipped or peeling in any way. Some of these cages are spray coated um, with some preventative uh, coatings so that the animals don't chew the wires. You just want to make sure those coatings are safe, that the cage is actually made for a small animal, um, that it's not rusted. Uh, there are some zinc coated cages out there from years and years ago that can be toxic if the animals chew on them. So you want to make sure you have a, a clean
clean, new, not rusty cage. Um, ideally, you know, you can buy a used cage, but you just have to check it out and just make sure, you know, it's very tempting to go online to, you know, some of the sites online where you can buy uh, previously used equipment. But just remember that, you know, if you are going to use something that another animal has lived in, that not only is it in good condition, but that you've thoroughly disinfected it. Um, you don't know what the animal who lived in it before had, if the animal passed away or was ill. So you want to use a, a dilute bleach solution, really spray all the cracks and crevices and clean it out. Make sure it's not rusty. Make sure there are no sharp edges. You know, there's no wire or metal sticking out that's rusty or that could scratch the animal. Um, make sure that there's solid footing on the bottom. Now, a lot of these cages have um, a wire mesh bottom or a grate on the bottom so that when the animal um, urinates or defecates, the poop and the pee falls away from them so they're not sitting in it. And that's totally fine, but you do want to have one area of the floor that's solid so that there are, uh, the animal that's sitting on it doesn't have constant pressure from that grate on the bottom of their very small, often delicate foot pads. So a small piece of plastic or wood, if you're cleaning it often enough, in a corner um, that the animal can get off that grate, relieve some of the pressure on their feet, is very, very important. Um, having a litter pan is great. Uh, rabbits are very easily litter box trained and, and often the litter boxes fit neatly in the corner of the cage. They have some um, square ones, roundish ones, uh, triangular ones, whatever works for you. Just make sure it's big enough so that your animal can easily you know, jump in and out of it and fit their whole body in there. Um, you definitely want to ideally have some levels for them to climb up and down. Um, we don't want too steep level. We don't want them to fall or injure their backs in particular with rabbits, um, but they can certainly have some ramps going up to different levels so that they can climb. Same for guinea pigs. Guinea pigs often enjoy a, a smooth-sided wheel, so a wheel that rather than having little cutouts or little holes in it has a nice smooth interior so they don't get their feet caught if they're running in the wheel. Rabbits don't generally love wheels. Um, I have seen a couple rabbits run in wheels, but it's not typical. They can get injured too um, easily in a wheel, so you just have to be careful. Um, you want uh, solid food bowls, bowls that are not going to tip over. So um, heavy crocks um, or stainless steel bowls that are shaped so that they can't easily tip. Um, most rabbits and guinea pigs will either drink from a water bowl or a water bottle that's hung up. Remember though, if you're using a water bottle, you want to make sure you change the water every day because a lot of bacteria and debris can build up in the neck of the bottle in that little spout and actually, um, you know, cause problems and, and get clogged there and, and lead to infection. So you do want to thoroughly wash out that bottle and change the water, make it fresh every day. And you can also offer your animal uh, a, a bowl of water as well and see what they prefer. You know, either way, it's better for them to stay hydrated in the best method that they know how to drink. So sometimes giving them a choice is good. Um, you want to have a bowl for their pelleted food. Um, very, very important to provide some pellets to them for micronutrients um, and uh, for guinea pigs in particular for vitamin C, very important. And then you want to have an area set aside for the hay. Um, and a lot of people will choose to use little hay racks that 
fit uh, on the side of the cage to try to keep the hay off the, the cage floor so that it's not getting everywhere, that they're not stepping in it. Um, you should have some bedding in the cage, particularly if it's not a grate on the bottom. You should have some paper-based bedding, ideally. Um, that way, if they eat it, it's digestible. If you do have a litter box, you can have some bedding in there. You can use hay. Um, I actually prefer the paper-based bedding in the litter pan, um, particularly if there's just an area for the litter pan and then that grate on the bottom, um, I would put the paper-based bedding, the shredded recycled paper, um, or the paper-based pellets that you can use as a commercially available as well. You can put that in the litter pan and the rabbits and the guinea pigs know, you know, that that's where um, they can use for litter. So, and that's easily spot cleaned every day and, and changed at least once or twice a week. Um, you don't want to use any cages that have really big spaces between the bars of the cage that the, the animal could get uh, his or her head caught or a foot caught in there. So it really should be appropriate to the animal's species. So guinea pigs should have cages made for guinea pigs and rabbits should have cages made for rabbits. Now there are some very large rabbits like Flemish giant rabbits um, that might not fit in your typical rabbit cage and then you do have to look to a bigger kind of dog crate type of cage or a penned off area and if you do have a large area like a room an extra room that you could safely pen off an area for these animals that would be great because it gives them more space to run around you want to make sure though that the floor isn't all carpeted something that they could eat carpet can also be kind of rough on their feet um, and they can get pressure sores or ulcers on the bottom of their feet we call it bumblefoot um, so you definitely want to make a smooth area of the floor they can have a little soft area either with carpet or fleece or something that they're not easily going to chew to sit on um, but you don't want it all over the bottom of the floor. You also want to make sure that all wires are tucked away any painted baseboards that they could chew on they, they don't have access to so you kind of have to um, bunny or guinea pig proof your room um, if you're going to have an area gated off or, or set off for them to run around in. Even if that's an exercise area and they have a cage you really have to be sure that it's safe. Um, you know, again, as I said, bigger is better. You're really not going to provide them with too much space, so you shouldn't really worry about that. Um, you don't really want to have an overflow of toys in the cage. Now, it's certainly, it's great to have wooden blocks for rabbits to chew on. Um, there are some hay toys that they can have. Um, you don't want to have anything that's really plastic that they could uh, bite off and ingest. Remember, they have a very strong jaw and, and a strong bite, so they could easily break things off. So plastic things, um, you know, th metals that they could break their teeth on, nothing that you wouldn't want them to chew on and grind on, um, anything potentially made for you can you can use like um, Kong toys for dogs really really hard Kong toys um, those are really solid kind of uh, rubber type things that they you know they can chew on those as long as they can't get through it most rabbits can't get through that but you do really want the solid type um, nothing that they could break off and ingest small pieces of things that are made out of paper or wood if they do ingest that in general that's digestible because it's fiber it's cellulose that's very safe um, and you just want to make sure it's an area that you can easily spot clean so you should be scooping out the poop uh, getting rid of the soil litter moist litter every day and thoroughly cleaning the cage at least once a week and if you have more than one animal in that cage then you want to do it more than once a week probably a couple of times a week. 
Um, so you also want to make sure that it's the cage is not in too hot an area. Um, rabbits and guinea pigs can get overheated. If it's very, very hot, they do tend to like it a little cooler, um, you know, no higher than probably the low 70s ideally. Um, they're very comfortable at that temperature. If they have a lot of fur, they can get really overheated. So you want to make sure the cage isn't under a window where there's direct sunlight, where they can't get some shade. And certainly if you take them out it's outside at all in their cages, you want to make sure that they have um, water to drink and a shaded area to get out of the sun so they don't get you know too overheated or baked in the sun like that. So these are all things that you want to think about before setting up your bunny's cage or your guinea pig's cage. Um, you know, and do make sure that as your animal ages, if there are a lot of levels, that you adjust things. Um, animals get arthritis too, and just like we do, and they don't need to walk a lot of stairs. So you may want to take out that ramp or those extra levels for a geriatric bunny or guinea pig. Um, guinea pigs are notorious for getting lots of arthritis in their joints, in their knees, um, and if it's too hard for them to get around in their cage they're really just going to sit stationary and not get a lot of exercise so remember set up the cage nicely uh, follow uh, caging changes as your animal ages and make sure that you do get them out of the cage too to get them some exercise um, if you're going to give them some treats set aside a little treat bowl or, or maybe just give them their treats outside their cage when they're running around um, there are a lot of safe options for these animals um, it just really depends on how active your animal is how big it is um, you know, and, and how much time the animal is going to get out of the cage. Obviously, if the animal is in the cage more, you want the cage to be bigger. Um, so those are some hopefully uh, helpful uh, hints on small animal housing. Um, just remember that uh, when you're listening to Zoo Nation throughout these episodes, you can follow our Zupreme Facebook page where we're going to have posts before every show where you can ask me specific questions like animal housing or, or food or whatever you need to know for me to answer on the show. You'll also see some sneak peeks there to episodes you might have missed. And if you have any other specific questions, you can feel free to contact us at 1-800-345-4767 or at customercare at zupreme.com. This is Dr. Lori Hess. I hope you've enjoyed the show today, and thank you so much for listening to Zoo Nation. Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. 